Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. It is January 6th, <laughs> a day everybody remembers. And uh, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. And I want you to think about some things this week, this weekend, and uh, just ponder what you can do. You know, we talked about starting a prayer vigil in different communities, if you would do that, I mean, I'm not going to do it for you, but maybe I should do it here. We have talked about it, and we haven't uh, gotten very far. Holiday season came in. I pray every day here, but I'm, and prayer is heard, don't get me wrong, but I believe the Lord would be moved if he saw his people getting serious in prayer. Oh, my goodness. If we do that, you can count on the devil what do you call it, striking it hotter? He's going to kick it up a notch. So are you brave enough, America? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you as a body of believers across this great nation and some from abroad. Father, we are your children. We believe in you. For you so loved the world that you gave your only begotten Son. And all we must do is believe. This was a way for us to live eternally with you. But Father, you've left us a road map. You've left us a few laws and rules down here to live by to keep us safe. And like little children, we, we take advantage and we abuse. We whine and complain. But for such a time as this, I believe you are using this time in this nation and across this globe to draw your children unto you closer, to waken us out of our stupor, and Father, even to reach, and maybe especially to reach those who have not believed, who are so lost that they believe every lie that's put before them. May we be your truth. May we be courageous and bold and wise as Solomon. And may we use great discernment in the actions that we take. Father God, we love you so much. And we have been such prodigal children. Forgive us. And may we be a nation today that humbles before you. And that will turn back to you. And reject the evil ways of this world. For such a time as this, Father, I ask your blessing upon CSC Talk Radio and all those who are listening. 
It is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. My title today for the show, Has the American Dream Turned Nightmare? And, you know, perhaps it was our inner greed and maybe our own apathetic ways that allowed an insurrection of our government to squash the dream of greatness in America and turn it into a victimhood mentality. We the people did not directly consent to the corruption and the tyranny, but we are but our apathetic personalities and characteristics or ways, lazy ways, whatever you want to call it, have allowed an insurrection so great, so grievous, that it now seems to be utterly absurd and nearly at, at nearly every level. It is a nightmare. The scripture says that they will call good evil and evil good. We've all heard this before. We had no idea how insane things would get. Insane and dangerous. In Isaiah 5, verse 20, we read, Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. Do we see a few all puffed up people around these this nation today? Well, it says, Woe unto them that are mighty to drink wine and men of strength to mingle strong drink. Justify, which justify the wicked for reward and take away the righteousness of the righteous from him. We have seen this in today in the United States of America, where they are giving accommodations or awards to those who have lied, but they esteem them, and then they ridicule those who have told the truth. I have an example of that that I will share. Hopefully, I'll have time to share that later in the show. But such is where we are now in America. The consent of the governed. For which did we give consent? Victor Davis Hanson has recently written an article. I mentioned it to you yesterday. The coup we never knew. (laughs) I will share this with you later today. But remember, for which did the governed give consent? Consent of the governed. We have kind of forgotten who we are in America. Oh, we're watching this theater in D.C. as it takes place. And I've I've got a great... A uh, person analogizing that from the American greatness. He, he just kind of laid it out there. There is a lot to talk about today. And Daniel will be joining us in our second segment. We'll discuss the Keystone mistake or the regrets and the speaker non-election process thus far. Did you know that today, did you know that there is an important case that is going before the Supreme Court? They will make a decision on whether to review this case or not. I'm betting they will not, but it is something you should know about if you don't already. And it is January 6th. You know, I have a grandchild with a birthday today. She's a beautiful little girl. This day is also the anniversary of losing my mother. And I told you I had a girlfriend that was watching her mother, and she passed away yesterday. 
And, of course, the obvious of the lies and the cover-ups, the insurrection lie that is an anniversary today. It was an, it was integrated, instigated to be a cover-up for a fraudulent election. And that's what the, uh, case going for the Supreme Court is today. It's, it's very interesting. I've read it. Biden today will commemorate many of those who heroic actions on January 6th. And did you know yet another couple was arrested December the 12th? There's video of them walking around in the Capitol, taking pictures, speaking, talking casually with some of the Capitol Police. But they came and they arrested them for the insurrection. Will they soon come after those of us who know their lies and speak of their lies? Free speech is being canceled worldwide. Globalism, as they speak of it, is a global communism. And it's led by the elite in the world. And somehow our Congress has been caught up in it. Many of them. We're in a mess. Saving this nation in 2023 is not going to be a fight for the faint, nor the corrupt. It is a fight for those who believe in righteousness. Our Constitution was made for our moral and religious people. It was totally inadequate for any other. We have an unrighteous and unmoral leadership today in this nation, and we have had for several decades. For a century, probably. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. You stay with us. I think you're going to be interested in what I have to share today. And we will be right back. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty to your table. For those of you who want to display your patriot hearts, set your table with liberty. The new patriotic flatware pattern by Liberty Tabletop. Your dining table sets the mood for the American family and the American dream. Liberty honors our fallen heroes, the Liberty Bell. We the people with stars and stripes, our American Eagle and the Statue of Liberty. Each piece of the Liberty flatware pattern is an art with elegance, high-quality work, and high-quality 1810 stainless American steel. Each piece is unique while conveying the same patriotic message. Liberty for all, and we love America. Order your set now, and a set as a gift for a special patriot in your life. Liberty Tabletop brings liberty home to your table. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive a discount. LibertyTabletop.com or call them 844-386-2338. Hi, I'm Elmer Heinrich. My company sells a nutritional product called Immuno 150. If you haven't heard of it, you need to go to the website Immuno150.com or call our toll-free number. Now, we sell to thousands of consumers, and our reorder rate is above 94%. Now, many people ask us how we can sell a month's supply of Immuno 150 for less than $50 when most of our competition is $70 to $80 a month. It's simple. We don't pay celebrities or testimonial people to say something good about the product. Immuno 150 stands on its own with 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients. It doesn't need any help, and it has more than color, taste, and smell. I am 88 years old, and my wife is 79, both with no dementia, arthritis, or allergies, and no aches or pains of any kind, nothing, all because of Immuno 150. Now, check the number of minerals in the product you take. Don't be surprised if you don't find more than 12. Order Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals can do for you. Call our toll-free number, 888-316-2224. 
Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Styers and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Return to listening to CSC Talk Radio, and like I promised in my monologue, we have Daniel with us. Daniel, how are you today? Oh, Beth Ann, I am great, and nice to be with you on this lovely Friday afternoon. It is a you know it's it's Christmas Eve at my house. <laughs> We're having Christmas tomorrow. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> yeah, my family's coming in. My kiddos and stuff are coming in for Christmas, and then the next week we have it with my siblings. So. Christmas has lasted forever and ever. It's the ongoing gift of the season. Um, so I suppose you're watching some of the theater, and I've got an article here, too, about perhaps they're thinking maybe they did the wrong thing when they canceled the Keystone Pipeline. But what, what the theater in D.C. is interesting, and uh, I've got several different takes on that, but I was going to get yours because that's think you and I think mostly alike, but maybe yeah. not on this one. I'm kind of getting a good, I'm getting a good chuckle out of it, but you know, that's me. I'm a little weird sometimes. No, no, no. I'm with you a hundred percent. And I agree. Um, I'm getting a chuckle out of it. I, I have some just being in, in, well, no longer in DC, but having been in DC and worked in this space for a while, I have some good and trusted connections and the best tip I got from a friend who said, anyone who tells you they know what's happening is flat out lying. No <laughs> one knows what's happening. And so don't trust any news source. Don't trust anyone who says, you know, like their inside scoops tell them the plan is blah, blah, blah. They said this is it's total chaos. But I I kind of welcome it. I, I mean, I from too. Nancy Pelosi a couple of times um, to our former Paul Ryan and former Republican speakers for basically my whole lifetime, probably your whole lifetime, the speaker has been decided before uh, um, Christmas behind closed doors with everyone agreeing, here's what we'll do, and you vote for me, and I will make you chair of this committee. And yeah. and it's it's been decided by, you know, a, a phrase I hate saying because it's it's lost its punch, but by special interests. And, and that's how the speaker's decided, and I don't mind the ugliness of of this process playing out in real time to say why you know what here's some and I am not necessarily anti McCarthy I have my deep reservations about him yes. that's just natural I have reservations about everybody but I don't I don't immediately jump on the McCarthy is the devil bandwagon but I do think this I would love to see him make a case for himself for Absolutely. all eleven of these votes he's been sitting there watching it. Letting other people argue, you know what, sir, you want to be speaker, take the microphone and say, I hear your concerns. 
here's why you should vote for me. Now, I'm sure that's happening in private, but but this is not a private event. This is representing uh, the American people. And I would like to see the, the, the gentleman from California stand before his colleagues and say, this is why I think you should vote for me. Um, you know, I would love and, to know his reasons and why am he I, should be speaker. Am I wrong in thinking if he can't manipulate, and I don't like that word, but if he can't, let's say, negotiate with his own, with this 20, how are we going to trust him to work with, which I hate that word, the Democrat Party? Yeah. I mean, how yeah, is he going to, if he can't do this, then how is he going to do that? Absolutely. And, and one of the things I, I put on social media just the other day, which um, did get some good traction, because I think it's something that a lot of people like us are feeling. Uh, something that's really bothered me is the response of the Republicans I do not like. And again, I wouldn't put Kevin McCarthy in that category, but real Republicans who I do not like. Their response has been, oh, you're holding out? Well, then fine. I'll work with Democrats and we'll get our way. Yes, and I, I have heard that, that curious. too. Like, you don't want to make outreach to Lauren Boebert. You want to make outreach to, to uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Ilan Omar. And, and the desire of many Republicans to work with Democrats to accomplish their agenda rather than figure out what Republicans want I think is why the process is completely broken. So I love seeing it play out in real time. And quite frankly, Beth Ann, it's been four days. And if they're so flabbergasted, you know, <laughs> imagine if we had debated the spending bill for four days. Imagine yeah, if we really. had four days over the infrastructure bill of, of I... fighting and debating. It's been four days and Republicans are uh, demanding to go home. This is ridiculous. Four days? Wow, is that your no, you poor babies? You poor babies, and they can't vote till noon the next day. I mean, because they've got to have their their uh, breakfast and their time in the spa at the gym and all that before they can come to vote. They can't vote till noon. You and know, we'll meet at noon six. tomorrow. Really, that's when your day starts. Well, did you stay up too late? You know, it's yeah. like I, I'm done with these people, and it's Absolutely. because they didn't debate McCarthy didn't debate he didn't fight could he have won no probably not but i would have liked to have heard a little more fight a little more kick at nancy pelosi when she was pushing things through and i heard a rumor which i'm sure you know since nothing can be trusted that he didn't understand why he couldn't be the same kind of a speaker of the house that nancy pelosi was well we don't want a dictator in the house that's not what that's about and, and so, that's where it's a little bit of, of, of just how D.C. operates. And unless you've really worked in D.C., and I wasn't in the House, I was in the Senate, but I have some understanding of how the House works. Um, there are certain rules that are decided now and that once they all agree, then they vote on the speaker. And those rules are really unchangeable for the duration of that Congress, which lasts two years And some of those rules, which both Republicans and especially Democrats have used, are flat out and out uh, um, unethical. I I can't say they're unconstitutional because they're part of the constitutional process, but they are unethical. And they are rules that include uh, limiting how many debates, uh, how long of a debate you can have, limiting amendments, deciding if X number of people vote to move forward, then you can no longer uphold the process um you can't recall the speaker they agreed on that with nancy pelosi they agreed on that in advance you cannot recall the speaker for the next two years now one of the stipulations of these 20 holdouts was they said to kevin mccarthy 
that, that rule is leaving. If we don't like the job you're doing, we want to recall you at any moment. Um, and he acquiesced, as he should. But why is that even up for debate? I know, you're really. The <laughs> of the House. We're not telling you you get kicked out of Congress. Though that is for your voters, your constituents to decide. But but the Speaker of the House is cemented in stone for two years because they don't want any threats to their power. So some of these rules, as a great commentator just earlier said on Fox, these 20 people know the only time they have leverage is right now. now. Once the Speaker is in, that is it. They are done. And and Kevin McCarthy has promised he will not be vindictive. But let's face it, this is Washington, D.C. If they're going to... If they're holding out only for positions, then I'm a little angry with them. But if they're holding out for for genuine rules that need to be uh, established, then I'm with them. I don't know what those mm-hmm. rules are. I guess I should say if I knew what they were, I'd really be with them. <laughs> but I know that he <laughs> – why don't they make the rule – maybe I should call one of them. Why don't you make the rule yeah. that all bills can be no less, no less, no more than 12 pages? Yeah. Those you know, are some why don't they make rules like, like that? Get done. And it is my hope now heading into the weekend that the 20 of them say, OK, look, like we've made our point, And now we let the speaker know that the 20 of us can block absolutely everything because the House has to work on a simple majority. Um, and that's why the speaker is so powerful. So now the 20 people, if I were advising them, I would say, Let's move on, because I want to see Adam Schiff get kicked off of the intelligence. Amen. And that will happen in a formal vote. (laughs) And I want to see Ilhan Omar get kicked off of foreign affairs, and that will happen in a formal vote. So there are some gleeful little vindictive things, not very Christian, that I want to see happen right now. And so I am ready for the fight. So I would advise (laughs) those 20 people, you've made your point, and elect the speaker. Let's move forward. You let it be known that the 20 of us are a block that can stop absolutely anything we want going forward and the days of 1700 page 4000 page 1.7 trillion dollar omnibus bills on christmas eve those days are done the 20 have spoken and i would be happy with that as a result yeah i now of course i've we've talked about this and i had other questions for you about that too but i want to talk about this uh uh keystone xl pipeline you think that they're regretting what they did yeah, that was a report that, that the Energy Department had to issue by law um, uh, at the end of the year. And it did out, outlay how many jobs were lost, how much revenue was lost. And it ultimately, you read the report and the Energy Department decided this probably wasn't a good idea. It just goes <laughs> to show the absolute pettiness of, of, of Joe Biden and his team. Um, I understand well, you don't like Donald Trump and you want it to be the anti-Donald Trump. But that doesn't mean absolutely everything Donald Trump did was bad and should be reversed. And, well, and Keystone is a great example of that. On the on the other flip side of that, Beth would say they knew it was going to do it, and that's why they did it because they're wanting to punish America, and mm-hmm. they're going on this global this global I don't know what you call it freight train to demolish every country so they can have globalism, which is really uh, communism across the board, across this nation, across the world. And uh, that's what they want. So they got to break every nation and we're out of time. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. You're so much fun. Uh, We'll talk to you later. Thank you. God bless.
And we have returned to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Bev Ann. Just one more thing here about this uh, theater that we're seeing in D.C. This is from a writer. His name's Rod Thomas Thompson. And I'm going to try and find him and get him on the air because I like what he's saying here. He says, the speakership battle is just more bread and circuses. All of the endless drivel about a dysfunctional house is nonsense. It was a well-functioning houses that put us under the thumb of a powerful, untouchable, invisible federal authoritarians. Now, you stop and think about that statement. Now he goes on and he says in here that the entire hullabaloo is about who will be the manager of a whole lot of statistic, static nothingness. Whoever is chosen will have the tiniest of margins with which to govern and a caucus for more divided and less obedient than the Nancy Pelosi controlled. And whoever that manager is will be dealing with the Democrat-controlled Senate and self-serving status lapdog Republican minority leader, who, of course, we know as McConnell. He said Republicans can run investigations into Hunter Biden, maybe try to bring the corruptocrat in chief into the crosshairs. But that means very little because it was the FBI pulling all the strings and covertly, covertly engineering the election outcome for the third straight cycle. Now you stop and think about that. We have deeply corrupt FBI manipulating our elections in a myriad ways. Consider the sentence it should knock Americans over. It has to consider that particular sentence that he wrote, should knock us all over is what I'm saying. It has been shown to be undeniably true now with the release of the Twitter files. But who is pushing to do what actually needs to be done? A ruthless offense? Well, I'm going to tell you, I haven't seen one. Have you? Oh, we're making a lot of noise, and we have us talkers that are talking about it. But are the American people petitioning about it? And if you petition, are you worried you will be arrested like this couple was on the 12th of December? It says... A few weeks before Christmas, federal authorities arrested a Washington state couple for the participation in the Capitol protest on January 6, 2021. According to the records obtained through legal process served on AT&T cell phones associated with the Christiansons, that's their names, were identified as having utilized a cell site consistent with providing service to a geographical area that included the interior of the United States Capitol building. So, they got them on their cell phones, Rudy. How many of us have these cell phones? If we end up in a civil war, you better bury those suckers. It said that they were in the Capitol on January 6th from... 253, I'm sorry, 243 Eastern Time to 351 Eastern Time. AT&T records confirm that the both devices belong to the Scott Christensen. And an unidentified agent of the FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force wrote this all in November of 22 with a criminal complaint. 
So what exactly did these people do now that they are marked as domestic terrorists? Well, it says the surveillance video shows Holly Christensen taking, talking to a Capitol Police officer. At another point, Scott Christensen chatted with a D.C. Metro Police officer. A conversation captured on a body-worn camera. Police led the pair toward an exit door about 45 minutes later without arresting them. They were in the Capitol for 45 minutes. They were invited into the Capitol. And now they are arrested as insurrectionists. They had no weapons on them. Nothing. And for that uneventful jaunt through a public building that posed a threat to no one, the Christiansons will now be destroyed by the Department of Justice and the federal court system and news media. Will we see one day? Are we going to continue this America that we will see one day? That I'm serious. Will the men in black come knocking at my door? Because I have spoke against them? It says the House GOP, moving on, aims to publicize Joe Biden's Senate records at the University of Delaware and his records as vice president from the National Archives. These things are concealed? This is public information, but they've concealed it. It would seem like a generous thing that Joe Biden did before he decided to run for president. He gave his, all of his stuff to the University of Delaware. And now we're trying to get it back. Why would he have done that? Maybe old Joe ain't quite as dumb as we think he is. So now we've got to get them unsealed. Part of it will have to do with his uh, his uh, assault on Tara Reid. Can't have people knowing about that. Although we seem to know all of our political elected and non-elected people are in deep when it comes to sexual assaults, sexual perversions, pornography, assaults on our children. They're all for it. Human trafficking, they're all for it, or they would do something to stop it if they were not. The Democrats are for it, and the Republicans are for it. I've never heard anybody in Congress stand up and say, whoa, we got to stop this. Nope, not a one. Not a one. So, we're running out of time, as I knew we would. I want to get to this this uh, petition for a writ of certiorari. I don't know how you say these things. <laughs> but it's on a petition for writ to the United States Court of Appeals for the Tenth Circuit. The, it's in the Supreme Court of the United States right now. They're supposed to look at it today as to whether they will look at it. <laughs> They'll make the decision. It is Ryland J. Brunson versus Alma S. Adams. Now, basically what he has done, and it's very easy to read. If you want to read it, I've got it. Send a self-addressed stamp envelope. You know, folks, things are getting tight. They're tight for you. They're tight for me. They're tight for my advertisers. 2023 is going to be rough. We already know that from the get-go. 
But this is a the questions repre- the presented here. A serious conflict exists between decisions rendered from this court and lower appeals courts, along with the constitutional provisions and statutes, in deciding whether or not the trial court for, has jurisdiction to try the merits of this case. Now, what are the merits of this case? This case uncovers a serious national security breach that is unique and is the first impression And due to the serious nature of this case, it involves the possible removal of a sitting president and vice president of the United States, along with members of the United States Congress, while deeming them unfit from ever holding office under federal, state, county, and local governments found within the United States of America at the same time. The trial court also has the authority to be validated by this court to authorize the swearing-in of the legal and rightful heirs for President and Vice President of the United States. Do you understand that? If this is decided to even to be looked upon, and if he wins, he's saying, uh, I'm going to have to tell you when it's over, when we come back from this. This is serious stuff, and I found it extremely interesting, and I don't understand a lot of this hoopla. Legal smeagle stuff, but it's very interesting, and it is a national security issue. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. Have you heard about Vine to Bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouthwatering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's Vine to Bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. For centuries, those who raise, breed, and work with animals have been revered and lauded for what they do. Today, across America, the rights to own and raise animals are under attack by animal rights activists and their increased influence on government and non-government agencies. This onslaught regularly violates protection from legal search and seizure and a citizen's right to due process of the law, all of which are outlined specifically in the U.S. Constitution. Protect your animals, your animal enterprise, and your property from this abuse of power with a membership to the Cavalry Group. Membership provides immediate access to their team to protect law-abiding animal owners and animal enterprise against unwarranted search and seizure and false claims. They also work to protect their members' interests legislatively at the local, state, and federal levels. Get the shield that protects you, your animals, and your property. Join the Cavalry Group today. Call 855-748-4210 or go to their website at thecavalrygroup.com. 
Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code BETHANN or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code BETHANN. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross-country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. 800-761-3146-800-761-3146-800-761-3146-800-761-3146-That's 800-761-3146. And we have returned. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. So you can look this up online. It's in the Supreme Court of the United States. It's Rayland, R-A-L-A-N-D, J. Brunson, B-R-U-N-S-O-N, petitioner, versus Alma S. Adams et al. respondents. Basically, let me just break this down to Beth's simple-minded way. It's about the 2020 election. It's about those who are in authority and should have, by duty, when there were numerous petitions of fraud, they refused to look into them. They refused to investigate. How many times did we hear, well, it, it wasn't enough fraud to hurt anything? But if there was fraud... This goes against your vote. And what he is claiming here are two things. These doctrines are known as the doctrine of equitable maxim and the doctrine of the object principle of justice. Equitable maxim created by this court, which the lower court used to dismiss this case, sets in direction violation of the object principle of justice, also partially created by this court, and supported by our, by other appeals courts and constitutional provisions. These conflicts, he says, call for the superior, supervisory power of this court to resolve these conflicts, which has not, but should be, settled by this court without delay. Now, he has 
The follow. I'm not going to read them. 388 respondents are a party to this action as defendants in the trial court. Basically, I mean, it's you're going to recognize them. They're they're Democrat and Republican Congress members, Senate and House. Liz Cheney's on it. Cory Bush is on it. Jim Cooper, who I don't know. Um, I just kind of started, guess what? Hakeem Jeffries, who is the nominee right now for the Democrat Party for the Speaker of the House, he's on it. Uh, McConnell's on it. I mean, it's 388 of them. I'm not going to read them all to you. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is on there. Roy Blunt is on there. You see, these people ignored petitions that were sent to them. They ignored the people, you know, the consent of the governed, to investigate and look into the fraud. Wouldn't it have been a lot easier if that had been done? But they wanted to sweep this fraud, as they have numerous times, under the rug. And he says, in doing so, they created a national security issue. And if this court does this, and they have to remove, if the court, this is kind of the scary part, if I understood it correctly, they have to remove the sitting president and vice president. And it'll be up to the court to temporarily place somebody in place. Otherwise, we'll have a, an extreme national security issue. I think he's got a great thing going here. Will they look at it or will they trash it like they did all the rest of them? We are living in a time in this country where the American dream is a nightmare, corrupted. Now, Victor Davis Hanson wrote this, and I was going to write kind of something to it, and I just, I ran out of time. He says, the coup we never knew. Did someone or something seize control of the United States? Well, yeah, they did, Victor. What happened to the U.S. border? Where did it go? Who erased it? Why and how did five million people enter our country illegally? Did Congress secretly repeal our immigration laws? Did Joe Biden issue an executive order allowing foreign nationals to walk across the border and reside in the United States as they pleased? Since when did money not have to be paid back? Who insisted that the more dollars the federal government printed, the more prosperity would follow? When did America embrace zero interest? Why do we believe $30 trillion is no big deal in debt? Now, remember, as I read through these, I want you to think about the consent of the governed. That is such an important phrase in the Declaration of Independence. When did clean burning, cheap, and abundant natural gas become the equivalent of dirty coal? How did prize natural gas that had granted America's wishes of energy self-sufficiency, reduced pollution and inexpensive electricity become almost overnight a pariah fuel whose attraction was a war against nature. Which lawmaker, which laws, which votes of the people declared natural gas development and pipelines near criminal? 
Was it not against federal law to swarm the homes of federal judges, to picket and to intimidate their households in efforts to affect their rulings? How then, with impunity, did bullies surround the homes of Justice Barrett, Justice Brett, Kavanaugh, Samuel Alito, Amy Coney Barrett, Neil Gorsuch, Ron, uh, John Roberts, and Clarence Thomas, furious over a court decision on abortion? How could these mobs so easily throng our justices' homes with placards of declaring their of their ways, calling them names? I don't got to say that out loud. Since when did Americans create a government ministry of truth? And on whose federal on whose orders did the FBI contract private news organizations to censor stories and put fear into the? Hearts of writers. How did we wake up one morning to new customs of impeaching a president over a phone call? Of the Speaker of the House tearing up a State of the Union address? Why was that never questioned? I never saw anybody in Congress scold Nancy Pelosi for that. This is coming from me. When did we assume that the FBI had the right to subvert the campaign candidate it disliked? Was it legally legal suddenly for one president candidate to hire a foreign ex-spy to subvert the campaign of our rival? What he is describing here, I haven't got time to finish it. He said, did Congress enact such a law about biological males and females? Did the Supreme Court guarantee that biological male students could shower in gym locker rooms with biological women? Where? Were women ever used to redefine the very sports they had championed? He goes on and on. One question after the other kind of reminded me of Job when God started asking a few questions of Job. Just one question after another. Is my arm too short? The consent of the governed never, ever, ever consented to such fraud and such corruption and unconstitutionality. Never did we consent to this. And now we are in tyranny. Because the consent of the governed have stayed silent. Let 2023 be the time when the consent of the governed demand that they have consent over the governed. As it is written. As it is written. So shall it be (laughs) the consent of the governed to bring America home. Home.